Hi, everybody. I'm Marv Albert. My name is Michael Jordan. I'm Xavier McDaniel, the Seattle Supersonics. Hey, I'm John Spider Sally, the Detroit Pistons. Hey, this is Rick Mahorn. I'm a bad boy for life. Now, if you're not on the Pick and Roll podcast, I'm going to come out there looking for you because you know what? Bad boys like to be listened to on the podcast. Pick and roll, baby. Pick and roll. But I'm not picking. I ain't even rolling. That just said tremendous upside with this young man. On a mild Sunday morning from the Steel City, and once again on the South Coast. Good morning, Gavin. Good morning. Good morning. It's drizzly as shit. Yeah, it's only just stopped raining. I uh, I trust you're having a better Sunday morning than uh, Kenny Smith's going to be having in a few hours when he wakes up. Not his finest hours on the on the TNT broadcast last night. Uh, we'll come on to in a minute, but uh, I think he might possibly have been drunk. Um, he, he, you know, when when Reggie Miller's being the voice of reason when it you know comes to uh, women's rights and stuff, you know, you've probably wandered off piste. And uh, <laughs> he didn't have a great time during that. To Steph Curry, Sabrina Ionescu uh, shoots off. He uh, repeatedly shooting himself in in the foot with some fucking retarded comments. Uh, really? I didn't see it. I didn't. I've not seen that. Oh, we not. Oh God, check that one. Oh. Uh, I think I think Kenny might be getting a a phone call. Uh, he certainly would be getting a phone call if David Stern was uh, still in charge of the NBA this morning. And uh, I think it'd be, <laughs> be a lot of f bombs. Uh, he didn't cover himself in glory, so I suggest you go back and watch that one. Uh, <laughs> It ended up with him and Reggie talking about should, should Sabrina Anescu be playing with dolls? Like, that, that's how far them off the fucking track they went with it. Um, so wow, yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Kenny's oh, had a bit yeah. of a mare uh, to say. It sounded like he'd had a few whiskeys as well by the sounds of it. But uh, he, was he just... does fuck up. I mean, like I, he makes like the dunk contest unwatchable, where he's like, I don't know, trying to. No, that's a nine. That, that that's definitely an eight. And you're like, what? What are you talking about? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, what? Yeah, it's kind of like he was begging to be sacked. Uh, I don't know last night, but uh, I mean, if you actually found the All Star Saturday night, uh, which it took me about half an hour this morning, so it's not on TV now, uh, unless you've got mm. this BT Sport TNT package. So I went right. I'll go on the NBA app on Apple TV. Nothing. You can't even watch the sort of All Star Weekend on the NBA's official app now. <laughs> so okay, I'm not sure how you you know sort of your audience is going to react to that. So I finally found it on this sort of TNT app, which I get yeah. as part of my BT package. And then you turn it on, and the sound's really bad. You can barely hear what they're saying. The camera angles. All I'm, we'll come on to the fucking ridiculous courts and just. How they've tried to make it like a video game for some reason. Um, all, I've seen, all I've seen of the the camera angles and stuff, like they were literally they were literally missing dunks. Yeah, yeah, there was that um, the Jalen Brown dunk when the, the guy came out in the Dominic Wilkins jersey. They missed the actual dunk. It's like well, what, what are we doing here? Like, the cameraman's pointing on it. It's the director. Yeah, it's yeah, the director yeah. who's calling which which camera to call, and it, the director was t- appalling. Just like you just literally, I'm watching Jalen Brown like flexing, and like, what did he do? What what, what did he actually do? But I'm amazed they can concentrate on anything. There's so much fucking nonsense going on. It's just, I, I don't I don't know who this is for. I mean, I've got a 12 year old, and I can barely get him to sit still for five minutes and watch it on TV. So if it's aimed at that kind of demographic and age group, mm. fucking good luck getting them to sit down and watch this for three hours because they're just not going to do it. So. 
they've kind of alienated the sort of hardcore old school miserable fans like us. Um, is it aimed at the sort of 20 to 30s generation? Probably not. So I don't know who this is for. It's just a lot of nonsense for no reason that's just made it. It's basically unwatchable. I couldn't watch the dunk contest all the three. I had to just forward it all. Just like, what's going on here? It's just, ah, it's it smacks of it smacks of just I don't know. It, it smacks of like I don't know, thirty year olds trying predicting where we're going to be in five years. Who's our viewer of the in five years time? How are we going to compete with yeah, Fortnite yeah, yeah. kids? And you're like, this is fucking ridiculous. It's basically what 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 they're doing is they're trying every single possible thing, every other animal but the elephant that's in the fucking room, which is your game is losing viewers because your games are meaningless. Yeah, yeah. But that's it. And all this stuff you're trying is just driving away more people. And it's getting more and more desperate as they're just throwing more and more shit at the wall, basically. And just ruining their own product at the same time as well, which I, don't, I just don't get. It's like... Can you not see this is just driving people who do watch it and enjoy it away? And you're not you're not bringing in a new audience because they they don't they just don't consume stuff like this. It's just you know what I mean. Like it's it's just yeah. There's no amount of flashing lights will make up for teams not playing defense at all anymore. There's no no amount of fucking Carl's Junior logos flashing up on the court is going to make up for like refs calling stupid texts. When someone does a dunk, like it's just, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, it, and it is literally ridiculous. It's ridiculous to look at. It's a stupid, stupid product. I, I couldn't now. watch it. I just could not watch the whole thing. It was just so badly done. Every, um... Just little gold stars following them around mm. on the court and stuff. Like it was, it was just. All the flames oh. coming out of like, you know, when the the heat spots and that one, it's like, I don't, I don't, we don't need this. It's, it's just it's too much. It's just, can we just, it just, you, you end up not watching it because you're just so fucking bamboozled by what's going on. You just, you know, ah, uh, just, I don't know. I'm... My fucking eyes don't work that good. I don't want to <laughs> exactly. that. My, my, my eyesight's <laughs> I'm, I'm racing towards 50. Like, like I'm jogging now, but like, I don't want to look at that. My eyes are like, what? What is this? Was this fucking Mountain Dew advert? Why am I staring at a Mountain Dew advert for thirty minutes? Why would I do that? Why? Well, I don't even like the fucking drink. It tastes nasty. Like, uh. I don't. And but it's literally that. It's literally. It feels like we're like I don't know, two, three years away from where when someone makes a free pointer the court's going to explode and like fucking State Farm is going to pop up. It's becoming like a really shit version of NBA Jam, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just in real time. It's just, uh, I don't think they're going to not try this shit with the courts like in, in the season and stuff. It's, you know. Yeah, what they're doing. They're just breaking and softening it up. It's ridiculous. <sighs> It'll, you know. Who wants to watch that? Who wants to watch that? Yeah. I don't. Let's just get a hologram Bugs Bunny to stand in the corner and we'll pretend it's Space Jam. Like, and all the games will, I don't know, the in-season tournament's probably going to be in Dubai or something, isn't it, in the next year or two? Yeah. Absolutely, you know, yeah. 100%, you know, and it'll just yes. become 1,000%. even more farcical. Adam Silver's got fucking, he's splooshing, he's got himself wet. He's got, he's got himself wet over that Petro money. I know. 
new contract as well for him. So. Like Newcastle and all that, and he's just like, "Fuck, we need to get some of them billions on board." Yeah. And they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna expand. They'll make two teams for rival Petro states, and we'll mm. end up with some weird NBA proxy war between Middle Eastern states. It's so depressing. It really is. Yeah, not good. So yeah, I'm gonna say I, I, I kind of circled through about. Managed to watch like 20 minutes out of like a three hour broadcast because it was just like, wow, what are we doing here? Uh, I don't know. It was so badly done. The sound, like, where the arena was out of whack with the actual broadcast, it was just all over the shop. It was one of the worst things I've ever seen. It was uh, not good. The the worst thing is, it's like watching in real time, like, the last 25 years of watching football slip away. Yeah, yeah. Supercharged, and we often it's compare watching... it, don't we, to the sort of demise of how watchable the Premier League's kind of become for people like us who grew up watching, you know, football in Britain. And uh, it's sad yeah. to see; it really is. It's, it's not good. Yeah, but it's it's that similar sort of thing, just hypercharged. It's like they're looking at football and not seeing what's wrong with it, and seeing it all as like, well, that's what that's what you need to aspire towards. If you know, <laughs> that's what you need to aspire towards. It's. It's it sort of seems kind of backwards. I don't know. Yeah. No, not good. We're not trying to, you know, say we hate basketball. Every podcast we we seem to sort of start yeah, on a on a negative vibe, which is which is not good. But um, this is where we're at with this stuff. It's um, yeah. It is weird. It is very very strange. And, and like I don't know. I don't watch the. I, I, from what I saw of the celebrity game, I only saw a couple of clips oh, on like Instagram. Because I don't know who any of the people are. If yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, like, it's like we've got Jaime Gonzalez the third star of no, but nobody but Buddy in the house. And you're like, I what? saw the list of names, and I was just like, wow, well, I don't know who these people are, but you know, it's probably not aimed at me. But I mean, usually you know one yeah. or two, don't you? You know, but, yeah. but they had the flames and stuff on the court in play. Oh, in that, but, like that, that's that they had it all. So for the All Star game, they're definitely gonna do it, and then that's it. Where It'll start with just the in-season tournament. It'll start at half times and timeouts and stuff with the floor going and things. But pretty soon, hmm. pretty soon. Pretty grim. Or they'll have it, have it when when it's free taco time. It'll just bleed in like that with with sponsors, and that's yeah. what it's going to be. It's going to be logos. It's going to be sponsors. It's yeah. going to be talking More of tacos on... kenny smith during the dunk contest <laughs> jaime hackers junior was in it. he was like what's with all mexican stuff <laughs> like, um kenny 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 i don't know if you work this out mate but uh, jesus yeah he had a fucking mare god i mean hopefully this is you know he's, he's, he's increasingly the one that's like when you watch the TNT inside the NBA stuff, he's increasingly the one that is just like delusionally out of touch. Yeah. Like, have anything to say? If you know what I mean. Chuckle certainly is insane, is contrarian stuff. But when it comes to it, Chuckle also will actually say some stuff about other things outside of basketball. Shaq just does Shaq. I, I watched. I watched it the other night, and you actually can't understand what Shaq's saying sometimes. And he's like, okay. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Uh, award winning. That's all I'm saying. Must be a low bar. Anyway, shall we? Right. <laughs> shall we move on to some more, I don't know, positive stuff, if you can call it that. I don't know. Um, 
every year about this time, uh, we've been for like last seven or eight years, we uh, we select what started off as our upside all-stars. So basically, not the all-stars, the alternative all-star game, if you will. Uh, this started off as an NBA 2K thing, didn't it, where we'd select a roster each of non-all-stars and, and play the game out in real yeah. time. So um, this is kind of how it started. But basically giving light to the characters of the game and the non-all-stars, you know, your Andre Millers, your Rod Stricklands of the world, you know, um, guys who never made the, the All-Star team. The Robin Lopez's of the world, the Joe Ingalls, the, you know, the, the kind of, the guys we enjoy watching, uh, who we, we like to give a bit the of shine to. Characters. The unsung characters, people who bring something to the game. Yeah. Milos Dosich. Yeah, exactly. He carries that. So the line of sort of acceptance was, you know, we stay away from hotshot rookies, so you can't have Victor. And anyone who we think's going to potentially make an all-star game in the future or looks like on that path it, it is not allowed. Um, it was always like the Mike Connolly line, wasn't it, until he made it. That, that was kind of the barometer, wasn't it? Yeah. The level of play you can have. I guess it's about Derek White now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, he's in the mix here. Um, so, I mean, yeah. we've had some people who've graduated, you know, your Jalen Brunsons of the world and your Jarrett Allens who didn't look like they wanted the all-star path have kind of made that leap. So, um, that's the kind of level of player we're talking about here, isn't it? So. Yeah. Yeah, um, equally there's loads who did who have lost their way. Yeah. Say. Okay, let's set the uh, the groundwork here. So, so, so what, what do we feel about Jamal Murray? I mean, he's still not made it. Is he in play? He's an all-star level player for me, so he should, he should be kind of, I don't know. Do you think he's ever going to make it? He was obviously the second best player in the finals last year, so he's an all-star level player, isn't he? So, I mean... Um, yeah, yeah. I, 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 um, I think he's too good. Yeah. I think he's going to make one at some point, isn't he? He's I think he's the one that's, yeah. that's I don't know, kind of cheating, yeah. if you know. Yeah, like, no. So, I, if, I you think can't, if you can't have Fred Van Vliet, because he made it yeah. in 2022, yeah. then he's a, Jamal Murray's that, if you know yeah. what I mean. He's got a ring. He's been the best. Like, he's, I don't, uh, yeah. He, he, if it wasn't for, let's say, the elongating of some Western guards over the mm. years and him being injured. Just a numbers game, that. isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah, I and think then, he'd definitely an all star team. So, and then you've got like, so like your Franz Wagner, who seems like he could make it at some point. Your, your Sengun, Alpern Sengun, they're the kind of, you know, that's the grey area, isn't it? Your Desmond Bain, who I know has been injured, but he looked like he was on that trajectory as well. So it's kind of, that's the area, isn't it, yeah. where it's a bit like we need a bit of adjudication. Yeah. But so we, we we can kind of deal with them on a case-by-case. Case. Either way, it's all it's all a chance to talk about players who aren't exactly. there now. You know what I mean? Okay. Which is the point of this podcast, isn't it, really? Rather than yeah. uh, trying to construct a serious roster. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got guys like Evan Mobley, who looked like he was on that path and... And then, yeah, straight. Back, you know. Uh, all right, so, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and you construct your roster in a way that the skills have to mesh, the personalities, the fit, whatever. You know, it's like we would treat this as though we're actually creating a team. So, sort of roster yeah. construction counts in a way, if you know what I mean. We're not just selecting yeah. random players for the sake of it. So, yeah. You know, you're not going to go and take five point guards. That's not what we're doing here, is it? It's, that has to be some kind of semblance of a team. Uh, however you want to do it, obviously. But... Uh, yeah. yeah, if you want to play five point guard, you can. But, uh, I think yeah, the key is we, we, you, yeah, you try to pick a, a team to beat the other team, aren't you? So that's kind yeah, of yeah, the way we do it. You've got to have a selection of bigs. Yeah. You select, you, you, I mean, if you need a couple of centers. Tell you what, I struggled with the bigs this year. There's not many. It's, no. Uh, oh no, no, there's it's not many. Definitely a guard and wings league now. Uh, 
uh, that's for sure, which I, I found kind of digging into this. So, uh, shall I let you go first? Uh, if you want, go if on, you then. want. Gavin, um, your first pick for the t- 2024 Upside All-Stars, Team Gav. If Franz is off, I'm going to go somebody who's exactly, I don't, I don't know, kind of similar. What are we saying on Jalen Suggs? I, was, he, I wrote him down, I see. I think someone like Jalen Suggs you can take because yeah. I can't see that all-star trajectory yet. I think he's oh, one no, of those where it. he's way down the pecking order. Uh, so I think uh, Jalen Suggs is perfectly acceptable. Then I am going to take Jalen Suggs. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of good point guards. It's like you, you mentioned Derek White. CJ McCollum, who we've had on this team a lot of times over the years, he's... You don't feel like he's going to make it at this point, do you? He's, he's way too down. No, no, no. He's, he's a perennial one of these, isn't he? Yeah, he's a re- repeat offender on these lists. Um, okay. See, Derek White, he probably, he's probably too good for this list, but I think if he was going to make it this year, it was probably the year he was going to make it, wasn't it? Uh, All-star-wise, I don't know. But uh, I'm not going to take either of those. I'm going to go for... Uh, a guy who's had a bit of a resurgence on the balls of late. Uh, one Kobe White. He's on my list. He's on yeah. my list. I've enjoyed watching him this year. Not that I watch a great deal of balls, but um, he's really kind of, you know, kicked it up a bit, hasn't he, this year? He has. He has. He has indeed. So, yeah, that's my first pick, Kobe White. Of the balls. Okay. So, um, another one I think is, I, I don't know, we got to discuss eligibility on this one. Is uh, Michael 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 Bridges? Yeah, again, I think he's about the line, isn't he? Um, yeah, yeah. And that's it, a... he hasn't. I mean, there's nothing really about his game that I I, I see that uh, evolves in a way that attracts people's eyes. If you know what I mean, I don't see him getting better. As if the Nets get better, it's going to be at the expense of his numbers. He's, if you know what I mean, he's he's just consistent, isn't he? You know, he's the score is down a bit from last year, but I think that was never really his role, was it? Like being that 26, 27 point a game score, it's not really what he does best, is it? So, uh, but no, uh, no, he should be ideally the third best player on a really good mm. team and the second best player on a good team, Mm. but not the best player on your team. Yeah, he's consistent. Yeah, I like him. Um, so yeah, I can't, uh, Brooklyn Nets, I can't watch the Brooklyn Nets either, they kind of. They sum up this Adam Silver's new version of the NBA. It's like every game he watches, there's more visiting fans. You know, fans of the visiting team yeah. than there is. Uh, I watched the, uh, the the Warriors play them the other week, and it was just full of Steph Curry fans. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, we've been to that arena a couple of times, and it's like anything to distract from the actual basketball, isn't it? It's, uh... I have problems with their courts. Yeah. You know, the flat cut greys and I stuff. I didn't mind the subway just... one, though, when they had the subway tiles, I think. I don't know if they've still got that yeah, one. They do some all right things, like yeah. the little Coogee bits and stuff, but generally the court looks yeah. it, it looks like an anime or something. It looks like it's been drawn on top of the yeah. film, if you know. Like, it just the madness of it, like the block colour of it, it just does me weird. I'm surprised they've not had Biggie's head in centre court yet. You know, it's probably coming. Uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> can we rinse out of this one? Wallace family. Yeah. With the Wallace estate to uh, to sort that out, to be honest. Yeah, I'm sure it's There'll cool. be the Brooklyn Biggies in 12 years' time, to be <laughs> honest. Oh, dear. Oh, depressing. Right, okay, so that's your number two pick, is it? Mikhail Bridges? Yeah. Okay. Right, yeah, he was on my list, too. 
Okay. So I've got another one here again. He's probably too good for this list, but he misses so much time uh, that he's probably never going to be an all-star. Um, it's OG Nobi who started off like gangbusters on the Knicks and then mm-hmm. inevitably got injured because he always gets injured, doesn't he? But, um, yeah, yeah. I, I just he's another one though. I just don't see. I don't see where he becomes the focal, like enough of a focal point no. of a team that then justifies my first ever All Star game. I always remember Otis Thorpe was in there, and it was like, what? Yeah, he was, wasn't he? I remember that. Yeah, like, 90, how did you get? 91, are we scratching around here? Yeah, yeah. Are we, are we really scratching around here for these? If you know what I mean, that doesn't really happen anymore because there's always no. somebody who's been putting it on somewhere that you could justify more over bringing in like the third best player on the team these days. And his game doesn't really evolve past that sort of eye catchingness, isn't it? Which is exactly why we talk about these dudes now, if you know what I mean. His game is never like gonna lead to all-star flashiness but it's massively important in basketball and part of what we love about it yeah he's more chance of being a defensive player of the year hasn't he than, a, than an all-star yeah I think. Um, yes yes so uh, yeah i hope he can get fit because the knicks are going to be fucking tough out in the playoffs if they can, everyone can get healthy and they get mitchell robinson back and hartenstein and stuff but um yeah yeah, this is where we're at. But uh, yeah, he's having a good year, like numbers-wise and stuff. Um, so uh, we'll see. Okay, all right. Well, Your third pick, Gavin. They suddenly look like the best team in the East. They did for a minute, though. Yeah. Yeah. So third, I'm gonna go for another. I'm gonna go for a long time for this time instead of a first time. I'm gonna go for the Caruso. Okay, yeah, he's been on this, uh, been on these teams before, hasn't he, Alex Caruso? Yeah. Yeah. He, I think he embodies it. A little strange-looking guy in a headband playing hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bulls, again, sitting out the uh, the trade deadline. Like, no, we're fine. It's all right, is it? Okay. I, I could have thought he'd be on another team by now, but uh, the Bulls just kind of don't seem to be in line with the rest of the basketball world. They're just like, hey, the franchise <laughs> value's going up. We're still selling tickets. Who cares? <laughs> it it's, it's such a strange organisation. So weird. They're, they're, yeah, they're convinced it's... I don't know. I, I think it's they basically that that entire generation that became Bulls fans, yeah. pretty much. Like they've just been rinsing that goodwill for as long Absolutely. as possible. Well, going on nearly thirty it's, years now. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's kind of gone now. If you know yeah. what I mean. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, they don't. Seem I did to look. Care. I, I was looking at the Bulls, and I was yeah, I was struggling other than Kobe White and Caruso to be like, I like you. Okay. There's some obvious names who've been on these teams every year, so I'm kind of just want to stay away from yeah. them just to just to mix it up a bit. But it is, the front court stuff's really thin. Um, yeah. But I'm just going to go with guys I like, and I just maybe want to mention rather than the obvious best player. So I'm going to go. I know we had a lot of shit earlier in the season uh, with that whole Spurs experiment at point guard, but I love Jeremy Sohan. I think he's going to yeah. be a solid sort of 10, 15 year player in the league because he just well so he loses that little bit of athleticism he could go a bit Gerald Wallacey but um, he's just a fucking rash on defence and uh, I still really like him and getting a bit of a UK flavour to this team actually because he's got some UK ties but um, but yeah I'm going to give Jeremy Sohan some love um, I, I do like oh, him yeah. thought you might 
thought you might. I left him off my list because I thought, yeah, there, there's one you'll definitely take. <laughs> In the tactics. There's something about him. I just like how hard he plays. He's uh, he's good. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. want dudes like that on my team. So. The shot, the shot's not the prettiest at the minute. So I need to maybe put, get some shooting around him here. But um, yeah, I'm gonna go for Sohan and Ananobi, and just lock you down. I think. We'll see. Oof. So right, okay. I am gonna go for some. With all that being said, I'm gonna need some kind of some kind of front court, isn't it? Some kind of front court. So I am going to go for again, not a player uh, that gets loads of love, and his stats are especially thingy. But I just like him, uh, and I'm going to for Walker Kessler, who another one who's okay. injured a bit, coming back. But I really like Walker Kessler's game. Yeah, he just what a steal he was in the draft, by the way. They're getting me like pick twenty odd, something like that. yeah, yeah, way, way down. If you're but, redoing yeah, that just... draft, he's probably going top four, top five, isn't he? Now you'd imagine. Just based on, you know, his performances. Yeah, and consistency, and just yeah, he looks a player. Okay, so you've, uh, got, I you've, you've got your big man in the middle of the shot blocker, then, haven't you? Yeah, there's no way he's he's gonna be coming an all star with those numbers. No, it's, no, it's like eight it's eight not, rebounds a game off like. It's not quite Mark Eaton territory, but it's um, yeah, yeah, he obviously just just some things very well, doesn't he? Okay, so you've got your big man. Okay, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go shooting then. Yeah. Quite a few nice shooting guards, actually. Um, I nearly yeah. fell off my chair when I looked at... I know I, know I sent you a message on this, but yeah. when I realised Anthony Simons was in his sixth year in the league, I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. I thought he was fourth. <laughs> That's nuts. Um, it's crazy. I thought he, he, he's like, oh, yeah, he's, he's like 20 or something. Like, nope. Yeah. That, nope. Where did that go? That's frightening. Yeah. Uh, he still looks well, about 50. <laughs> People look at him and, and judge him on like potential, but like six years deep. Yeah, yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, he's, he's had a minute here. I know he was stuck kind of behind CJ and Dame for a while there, wasn't he? But it's like, yeah, six years, shit. Wow. That's, uh, it's kind of put up or shut up time, isn't it? He's injured a lot as well, isn't he? He is. Yeah. I, I play fantasy basketball and he's constantly in and out of the lineup. It's really, really frustrating. But I'm not going to go for him. I'm going to go for another shooting guard who's having a great year. Um, yeah. a guy I've always liked and seems to be really settling in nicely on Sacramento again now. So it's Malik Monk. Uh, Fuck. Here's my next pick. Oh, really? <laughs> I know you like Malik, but um, I love him. He's great. Yeah. He's fucking thrown down some right fucking dunks as well this year. Yes. Yes. He's, he's just, still got it. He's just a problem. Just problem. Big yeah. problem. Just throwback to the Jamal Crawford, Lou Williams, like fucking streaky shooting guard off the bench who can mm. just like change it yeah yeah he's very buddy healed esque i, I, I kind of like the both of them they're kind of similar things but um buddy's now on the sixes he he was on my list as well I'm, i might well come back to him if you don't take it but yeah i'm gonna go for malik monk i'm uh, i'm enjoying yeah. his work this year very much career year really mm. sort of point scoring wise and they shooting the three well again so um yeah malik come on down yeah, so well then I'm going to have to go the other way because it was between him or Anthony Simons, so I'll take Simons. Oh, okay, no, that's fair enough. They're both, they're both very good I'm a, like, pure, pure shooter. There's well, lots of good shooting pure... guards this year, actually. I tell you what, watching that three-point contest, fucking hell, Tyrese Halliburton's actions, like, it's like Sean Kemp's. Uh, it's not the best. Really? <laughs> Aesthetically, it's the best to look at. comes from, like... Oh, the, the right shot, here. you mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it goes in though, doesn't it? That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of them from the ear. Yeah. Matt Bonnery. Yeah. 
I didn't even make it as far as that in a three-point cut. I had to turn it off. <laughs> Just, I might go back and revisit it later. But I feel like I need 3D glasses on or something to watch this thing. It's like, yeah. I don't know. It's Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit strange. Okay, so you've got Anthony Simons. Okay, I can see your team taking shape. Yeah, you could probably play Caruso to three, just to guard threes, couldn't you? Suggs and Caruso. Uh, Suggs and Simons in the backcourt, maybe. And then Bridges. Mm, not the purest of point guards, but uh, but yeah, okay. I like it. Right, okay, so what have I got here? I've got, some, I've got a lot of defense, and probably a bit more offensive. See, I, I, think I'm sh I feel like I've had Miles Turner on my team like five out of the last six years. <laughs> Or you have, or whatever's outside. I don't want to go down that road again. Um, I'm going to go for a guy who's maybe stuck uh, in a bit of a roster crunch in Orlando, but I really like him whenever I see him play, uh, which is Gogo Batadze, uh, yeah. the, the big man on, on the magic there. Yeah, he, um, he was in that sort of, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know. He was not really viewed as like a defensive player but the fucking block numbers he puts up in the minutes he gets on the court are just uh pretty impressive uh so i'm gonna go for yeah the uh the big georgian goga um mm. as uh as my man in the middle there uh, I, I do like okay. him right i'm gonna go for some more earth Let's see. It's just the strangest team I've ever put together. It's fucking random. Front court energy effort, and I'm going to go with Nazreed. Okay, yeah. He was kind of on my shortlist of, uh, of players. Nazreed. Okay. Let's see. Well, we're, oh, I should just mention 12 man rosters we're going with here, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, so that was pick six for you. So yep. Good hustle guy off the bench there. Yeah, yep. I like his game. I love, I love whenever he comes on, he's straight away in there. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm, and you're always like, why isn't he on more? What's going on here? Mm. Okay. I feel like I need some more shooting uh, on this team. So it's one of two guys here, possibly. Fuck it, I'm going to go for Duncan Robinson uh, from Miami, who's had a really nice bounce back uh, season this year. Kind of seemed mm -hmm. like he was in the doghouse a bit at times last year, and uh, yeah, yeah, he, like disappeared. Yeah, but he's he, he's back and gunning again. Kind of, um, you know, give him a little bit of value out of that massive contract they gave him. So um, I was going to go for Michael Porter Jr., but he came out with some weird fucking COVID yeah, conspiracy bollocks. So I kind of don't want that guy on my team. He's a bit of a fucking no, no bad. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> some weird, stupid, sexist shit. Yeah, he's uh, he's a bit of a fucking douche, isn't he? So. Uh, I don't yeah, really want. I don't want him upsetting my uh, my team of lads here, so he can fuck off. Uh, I'm going to go for Duncan Robinson. Did <laughs> you see him uh, chatting shit? Who was he chatting shit to the other night? Duncan Robinson. I can't remember. It was someone. He was. A, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. He, yeah. He was, it escapes me. But anyway, Duncan, come on down. You're in. I feel like he's been on these teams before as well, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I am going to go for somebody who, again, is having a bit of a resurgence after being... Oh, it was Jalen Brown. Sorry, he was chatting shit to the other night. Yeah. <laughs> Every chat shit to Jalen Brown. He was just like, you're not that shit. guy. You're not that guy. He kept saying that to him. It was quite funny. <laughs> Where the fuck are you in the last minute, Jalen? Yeah, anyway. So, yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, carry on. Yeah. So, yeah. A guy who's having a resurgence, uh, a guy who is... Yeah, was lost his way 
Um, and then there's, yeah, coming back, I think. I'm going to go for Colin Sexton. Yes, I had him on my list as well. He's uh, He seems to have found his kind of role playing that sort of off guard now, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sh- yeah. Not shooting guard. Look at you going jazz heavy. Okay. <laughs> He's become a legit player, yeah. <laughs> Good to have a nice solid name like Colin in the league as well, you know. You don't get you're gonna make Collins nowadays, yes. you? Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old British name there, Gavin. None of this foreign muck. Not like <laughs> Hammy Hackers Junior with his Mexican stuff. Hammy Hackers Junior. It's jolly to be happy as Junior. I don't know. He's got he's got lustrous hair by the way. He's seen it. It's great. Yeah, I mean <laughs> like like make your mind are you, are you pronouncing the J. Is it Jamie Jackers Junior or is it Hammy Hackers Junior? <laughs> I believe it's Hammerhackers Jr. I don't know. It's the, it's the, is it Seen Dean or Sean Bourne? Make your fucking mind. Um, yeah, relative of mine, old Sean. Yeah. <laughs> well, not blood relative, but uh, some some contrived way uh, down the family tree. But anyway, uh, we digress. Uh, okay, so uh, Colin Sexton it is. Okay, that's eight. Pick number eight for you. Um, is it? I thought it was seven. Oh, sorry, seven. No, sorry, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right, yeah. There's some good players still out there, but I'll kind of, I don't know. Yeah. I want to reward the, the, the lesser known names this year rather than ones we've had in the past. All right, I'm going to go for a guy who I need some more shooting. So if you look at this guy's actual raw numbers, they're not that sexy. Um, but if you dig a little deeper, he's having a fucking storming year from three. And that's Sam Merrill on the Cavs. He's shooting 44% from three this year. Uh, he's getting yes. over five a game up. So, yeah, he only plays 15 minutes. But, I mean, whether that would translate if you played him 28 minutes, it, you know, he'd, yeah, yeah. he'd average double. It doesn't really work like that, does it, the NBA? But, um, Against different units. And yeah, but whenever it leaves that guy's hands, it looks like it's fucking going in. And I quite like that. Uh, so I'm going to give him a little nod, uh, and he can come and he can come off my bench and gun with Duncan, and uh, I'll let you deal with that. So <laughs> Sam Merrill, come on down. Sammy Merrill, shit, that's a left field one. I didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah, I know, I, I, know. I, I, I could have gone for the obvious names, but yeah, I know, I quite like. Yeah. Okay, um, right. Okay, so uh, on a similar note. Uh, and keeping in the Colin good name thing, I'm gonna go Herb Jones. Herbert, yeah, he was on my list. I think I'm sure he was. I think he was on mine or your team last year as well, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. With his go go gadget arms, uh, old Herbert. Yeah, some good old quality English names here, Gavin. We've got Duncan, Sam, <laughs> Colin, Herbert, Alex. You know, just the Herbert. one, Jalen, Jeremy. You know, it's, uh, yeah. Herb Jones, Herbert Jones. Okay. Probably need, I feel like I need another big guy, possibly, yeah. See, if I was going best player available, you know, is Derek yeah. White out there still? Jeremy Grant's out there still, you know. Um, yep. There's some good players out there, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go for a guy who... I've watched a lot of Knicks this year. I'm loving Josh Hart's work at 6'4". He's a fucking pest. Uh, he yeah. plays a lot bigger than he does, but um, I'm going to give it to Isaiah Hartenstein, the big man seven footer nice. he's filled in for Mitchell Robinson he's just a fucking dog he's just he's all over it he's just in there mixing it up 
throwing his body around. Hubie absolutely fucking loves him when he's on the Knicks game. Yeah, he, he loves his cool. guy. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to have... He got injured lately, uh, recently, but um, I, th- I think he's on his way back, if he's not already. But, uh, yeah, I'm going Isaiah Hartenstein. I am going to go similar, front courty, not that front courty, but uh, I'm going to go Jalen McDaniels. Okay, yeah, I thought you might go for him. He's a... Uh... One of your Minnesota boys, isn't he? He's a he's a rash as well when he gets in the game, isn't he? He's all over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love him. What I, I can't believe that they've managed to like just sit him and Nazareeds there, basically. Yeah. Just I can't believe they sat on the fucking bench doing nothing. And I look around at other front courts who've got nothing. You're <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You must be able to surprise these two away. One of them. But yeah, yeah, I, I really like both of those in terms of. Okay throw off the bench suddenly. All right. You never like, oh, it's Jalen McDaniel. Oh, I didn't know he was in game. That's, I, I like people who affect things. No, I like him. He's good. I'm going to go for another guy I like who, probably not the best player on the list here, but he just does something like once a week. I'm like, oof, hello. I didn't know you had that kind of skill set. And that's Aaron Neesmith on the Pacers. He's yes. like 6'5", yes, dude, but he can fucking throw down. Like, he has some savage dunks and stuff. And I don't know, he never really got a shot on the Celtics, did he? Uh, he was kind of a bit of a tossing no. in, that, in that Brogdon yeah. trade. But um, I don't know, every time I watch him, he just does something. I'm like, oof, okay. You're, uh, you look like you're, uh, you know, on the right trajectory. I know he's like 24-ish now or something, but um, I don't know. I just like him. And uh, he always looks good whenever I watch the Pacers. So, uh, I feel he's, like he's, he's the third best, best Pacer. Yeah, I don't know. He's just, he just he shoots it well from three. He's shooting like forty five percent from three this year, which is nuts. Yeah, I don't know if that's sustainable, but um, but and he's athletic as fuck. And yeah, I just, I just really like him. So um, bit of an acknowledgement there. So Aaron, come on down. Ooh, that's a good one. That is a good one. There's a lot of very good players oh. still out there. Yes, yes. I was looking at a looking at a ball handler, basically a pure point guard. And I got it down to two, who are both supposed to, and then have lost their way. But there's a discussion on. So, Cade Cunningham. Yes, he doesn't look like he's on the all-star trajectory now anymore, does he? Trajectory. Easy for me to say. Um, but no, he doesn't, does he? He's kind of <laughs> that shit show, this which is, is the Pistons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, this is a lot of time. And yeah, doesn't... Look, well, has flashes there, but just... Smacks of a smacks of a player who needs out of there basically to mm. fulfill any of this. You know, and this ain't working. It doesn't matter what you do or what you change here now. Too much has gone on. Yeah, ordinarily he probably wouldn't allow someone who'd been a number one pick that recently, but he doesn't look mm. like he's going to be an all star anytime soon, does he? So I think it's perfectly acceptable. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I don't see how mm. I just don't see how he does it. And, and yeah, I think Lamelo Ball's way more likely because of his. Oh, he's already been an all star, Lamelo, hasn't he? Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah ridiculous. Just stupid, but okay. but yeah, Cage. Okay, Cage no, I'll, I'll take that. Again, equally, equally, I'd you could have Scoot Anderson. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, in the space at this point, he's gone from. I think he's a, he should yeah, be like a freshman, sophomore in college. Still, this is the thing. Steve Kerr was saying this shit the other day about Kaminga and thing. You know, it's like kind of mm. we basically get thrown these kids who should be in college and they're expected to hit the ground running and be pro. It just doesn't work like that, does it? They've not got enough reps. It's like, look at the Wiseman pick and how that fucking... Yeah. You just... 
it's just such a fucking lottery with these young guys, isn't it? When they just not get any kind of college experience whatsoever, it's uh, it's tough to pull off that sort of two timelines thing, isn't it? As we've seen with you know, it's not even that, is it? As well, like they go like they go from they they don't get to grow up. Yeah, yeah. They don't they don't get to grow up. You no. suddenly go from. Yeah. You suddenly go from like a kid, well, high playing. school, to having a full time job and basically being in charge of millions of dollars. It's a, it's, 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 it's but also that you, you're then you're going to work, yeah. which it was before, mm. and like the guy in the locker next to you is re- like reading up on like well, his crypto stocks or whatever. Like, he didn't <laughs> give a shit. He didn't fucking care. If you know what I mean, he, yeah. he, you're just a, you're just a problem for him to to him and his next contract. Like mm. it's he, he wants your minutes. Like that's. It just they don't get to grow up. They don't get to experience a load of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think I think college sorted through it does sort through a lot of those players. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean, though. Yeah, and you know, remember when people used to play four years in college? Oh yeah, you know, Grant Hills of the world and stuff. You know, yeah, four, four years in college. Why? Because I'm enjoying it. I'm gonna make loads of money in my career, and I'll i the the degree. <laughs> and then yeah, like I don't know. You watch. You watch the you watch the G League and like the arenas and the crowds and stuff. It's the BBL. Yeah. It, it it's gonna it, it's it's gonna prepare you as much as like the BBL is in terms of that stuff. Like it's it's crazy. It, well, it Adam doesn't... Silver came out last night and said they're pretty much gonna do away with that G League Ignite team because it just doesn't serve any purpose anymore. It's like now these kids can transfer through this college mm. portal thing and do whatever the fuck they want. It's like, why would they come and play in the G League? You know, they can just... Strange. Anyhow. What They'd be better off coming to Europe for a year, doing the old Brandon Jennings and yeah. stuff. Yeah, some go to Australia now, don't they, and stuff, because that league's really yeah. good. Uh, right, pick number 10 for me. There's a lot of good players out there. Yeah, Derek White's just too good not to be yeah. on one of these teams. So. Yeah, I'm going to have to take Derek White. Glad he's finally saw centre with a hairline as well. That, that, that went this year, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. for the bold approach. So, yeah, Derek White's too good to, to, to be uh, left out there. So he can come on to my team. Come on, Derek. Old Del boy. For a similar reason, and I was kind of hoping you'd have taken him so I didn't have to because of the, the heaviness of one side, uh, but Jordan Clarkson. Oh, okay. He wasn't on my list, actually. But, um, yeah, he's he's too good to... Not beyond one of his teams, isn't he, as well? I think. Yeah, well, he's been putting in time and thing. In, in a way, I kind of feel bad for Jeremy Grant for not picking him for that similar reason. Is is, is Jeremy Grant the the hardest, most most consistent plugging pro mm. of the last like, eight years or so now? At this point, you know, since he left, since he left the the Sixers, hard on the Nuggets, carried the Pistons for a while. Mm. Now, now he's carrying the, the Blazers, but. Mm. He went off for like forty nine or something like that, didn't he? I'm sure he's... Yeah, yeah. Like he's a really, really good player. I'm, yeah. I'm staggered. Nobody wanted him. Like he can do something at any level. He can contribute to any team. You could put him in at small forward for the Warriors, and you'd be better. Oh, hundred percent. Like, yeah. like it's. I, I don't. I was kind of staggered. He's still there, to be honest, because, yeah, he's sort of rotting there at the Blazers. I'm going to have to stop myself taking Brandon uh, Podzemski, whatever his name is, Podzemski. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The ginger ninja. He's killing it at the Warriors. Love that guy. Take it if you want. No, it's all right. He might be an all-star trajectory this round. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is good. 
Um, all right, okay. There's lots of good players left here. Uh, Miles Turner slept there. Uh, Evan Mobley, as we say. Uh, what do I need here? Okay, so got some playmaking. I probably need like a stretch four. So stretch three, four. I'm going to take uh, Jalen Johnson on the Hawks, the six nine guy who can shoot it a bit. Um, he's looked yep. pretty decent in the limited minutes I've watched of the Hawks this year, but uh, he can uh, uh, he'll fit quite nicely on this team. Look at the roster for 10 minutes earlier being like, I should probably have, at least have one on my list, an alternate to mention, <laughs> but like, nah, not in, fuck off. I hate the Hawks. <laughs> not bothered. Even not Quinn bothered. Snyder just looks depressed coaching them. He's just like, oh, really? Why did I take this job? Um, so, yeah, uh, Jalen Johnson, uh, Duke guy who, uh, yeah, he's filling it up this year. Like, he's 16 points a game, so um, a rare bright spot on this miserable Hawks team so yeah come on down he's going to be my sort of stretch for stretch for again yeah right so I've got 12 last, last this is one. it last pick yeah yeah last one so where Clarkson was my like too good to not make it this is this is my throw in like classic for what this is and uh ball ball Oh, he's buried on the fucking... We, we've had him on these... I think I've had him before, but he's buried yeah. on that Suns team, isn't he? He's getting no shot. Yeah, but he is exactly what this is. What I'd want to watch. I'd give him minutes. Fuck, I'd let him run point for, like, five minutes. <laughs> Screw it. Like, there you go. But, yeah, yeah I knew that wasn't a great move going to Phoenix for him. It's, yeah, it's proved that way. I mean, he's just not Frank Vogel's kind of player, is he? He's, oh, that's a step. Yeah. He, he's just... I don't know. He's one of those where... Like if you have a look at that second year in Orlando, it like it dropped right off, like cliff like and He was only there one year, wasn't he? Last year that was it. It was Denver, wasn't yeah. it? It was yeah. it, it really doesn't yeah, he's stuffed it like that was actually his had, best year, that Orlando year. Actually, you know. Yeah, yeah. But like whenever he got more minutes it, it falls off, like it mm. doesn't translate and it's quite a few fundamental. Feels like he should mistakes. just be on the pistons, you know what I mean? Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Up there, yeah you know, averaging fifteen totally. a game or something. Yeah. Took him on the Pistons or or the Mavericks, the other joke fucking franchise. <laughs> Took him on the Mavericks. The no, I always like Bol Bol. He needs rescuing. I was hoping Golden State might rescue him, but no, I don't think that's going to happen. So I saw an amazing. There's an interview with uh, JJ Redick and Luka Doncic uh, talking about how how the Mavericks allowed Jalen Brunson to leave for free, walk away for nothing, and all this. And it's like, hey, Luka. Have you not thought maybe if you'd passed every now and again, maybe you let him bounce the ball once or twice, you, you might have a teammate? No, yeah. no, 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 that's not the problem, is it? No, I think no. Grant Williams had some similar comments, didn't he, when he got traded to the Hornets? He was kind of like, Yeah, I didn't fit in there for obvious reasons, like, Yeah, I actually, I'm touching the ball occasionally and stuff. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a basketball player with ambitions of my own, I'm not just happy to be here mm. next to Luca. It's, it's a very odd thing. But yeah, again, so the Mavericks are every you struggle with them. Yeah. Reggie Bullock. Yeah. Tim Hardaway Jr. Like, I was just looking, I was like, nope, nope, yeah. no, no. Right, ooh, my last pick then. You've seen gone ball, ball. I've got a few names left. Okay. Do I need another big? Possibly need another big, but it's all... Uh, no, I don't really. I've got Batadze. I've got Hartenstein. Do you know what I'm going to go for? I just... He's never probably going to be a 
a star in the league or anything like that. But Cole Anthony is just a fucking highlight reel. I love that guy. He's just he's just not afraid to just try and dunk on anyone. He's like six two <laughs> and just fucking goes after it. So I just want him on my team because um, I love I love watching that guy. He plays hard as fuck and he just he just goes for it. Yeah, him and Suggs, it was him or Suggs, basically. So I, and I was like, yeah. I can't take I just watch a lot of these Magic games would, because I, I just, they're, they're, they're a very entertaining team to watch, the Magic. Yeah. So uh, I always thought his dad was a bit of a dick as well, but I quite like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, Cole Anthony, he's he's my final pick. He can, he can round out the roster. So uh, that's it. That concludes the... Uh, 2024 Upside All-Stars draft, Gavin. Do you want me to read your team back for you? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it now. I'm, okay. I, I like this team. So you got Jalen like Suggs, Alex Caruso, Anthony Simons, Mikael Bridges, Walker Kessler, on the, and then Naz Reed, Colin Sexton, Herb Jones, Jaden McDaniels, Cade Cunningham, Jordan Clarkson, and Bol Bol. Some, mm. some big lads there. Yeah, I like that height. team. There's a lot of height there. Um, up against my my team of Kobe White, Malik Monk, Jeremy Sohan, OG Ananobi, Gogo Batadze. I've got Duncan Robinson, Sam Merrill, Isaiah Hartenstein, Aaron Neesmith, Derek White, Jalen Johnson, and Cole Anthony. I think my bench might be better than my starting five, the first five I took, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> we, we, yeah. We'll work it out. It's kind of an all-story yeah, we'll game. So. In scrimmages, yeah. whatever they are. <laughs> So there you are. They're, they're the lads. Uh, you know, consider yourself in uh, esteemed company uh, from all the other the Joe Ingalls of the world who were selected over the years. Yeah, the, the perennial Joe Ingalls. Yeah. So, guys who missed out, who I got on my shortlist: CJ McCollum. He's been on these teams before. Malcolm Brogdon. He's been on these teams before. Uh, yep. I had Buddy Heal as well. I can't believe he didn't go. Uh, now on the Sixers. Josh Hart had on my shortlist. Christian Braun on the on, on Denver as well. I like that guy. He uh, he's not afraid to mix it up and dunk on anyone. I quite like him. Josh Hart, Josh Hart is like um, so. Loads of mine. It's one or the other. So mm. like Suggs and Anthony. And yeah. Josh Hart is Josh Hart is the other cheek to the ass that is Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> like it was one or the other. He just fits really well on that that Knicks team with Brunson. Obviously, they all went to college together, didn't they? Him and, Divincenzo and stuff, so he's a bit of a. Uh... I was considering. I was considering Dante Divincenzo was going to be my Nick. Yeah, he's played well for them. Yeah, the Warriors have really missed him this year, but I don't, we could never afford to pay him. That's why I had to go. But um, yeah, he's been great on the Knicks. Uh, have you seen that new Knicks uniform, the cream one? The orange has no. just dropped. Fucking beautiful. It's absolutely yeah. sexual. I mean, I really like that. Uh, the the Kith one they wear, the blue one. That that's really nice. But this one's fucking even nicer. Uh, so it's pretty. Yeah, and it's like off-white kind of colour. It's really nice. I'll, I'll send you a clip of it, uh, a pic of it in a bit. But, uh, I'm going to Google that. Yeah. Who else didn't make it? Evan Mobley. Jeremy Grant didn't make it, bless him. Miles Turner. Yeah. Uh, I probably would have had Mitchell Robinson at the start of the season, but he's been he's been out for ages. Hard uh, thing. Got the nod. But no, that's about it, really. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. I feel like, I feel like people got, got noticed. They got mentioned. They got talked about. Yeah, there you go. Consider yourself privileged, lads. So heading towards the sort of playoffs now. The Warriors, Finally, have, the Warriors have kind of pulled it around a little, and now they're in the sort of mix for the play-in. Uh, Utah kind of seem to have given up on the season, don't they? So that's kind of helped. I think that's kind of it, isn't it? That's like 
they're, they're sort of thing at the moment is like, we'll go hard at the beginning yeah, yeah. and then just par it off towards the end. Remember what we're here for? Yeah. So he, the only the battles really is. Don't we? He likes his word as originals and he likes his picks. This is a good point. Yeah, so the real battles are like, who's going to win the West? No one seems to be that bothered uh, at the top. And then the playing makes at the bottom, sort of jockeying for position. And the top of the East, really, where sort of Knicks have fallen off a little because of a lot of injuries, haven't they? Lost four in a row. Uh, and the Cavs are fucking just steamrolling teams at the minute. They've won nine out of the last ten. It's not like they're going to catch Boston, but they're, they're looking good for the two seed at the minute, so... Well, the Cavs look, look overloaded, isn't it? When, when Garland and Mobley were out, there was suddenly, like, Mitchell and Jarrett Allen, and that this is what you've kind of got to work around, make this work, and it worked, worked. Yeah. So it's, yeah. What, boy, what boy, are they? Sam Merrill killing it. Yeah. Oh, but what are they coming out of this now, mm. suddenly? So moving, you know, moving forwards, I can see their whole long-term plans changing off the back of that. Mm. Uh, and on the Embiid stuff, obviously, was the main story since we were last on here. Um, inevitably going to get hurt, wasn't he? Just He's just too big to last 82 games running up and down, isn't he? He's just, his body's just not going to take it, I don't think. It's just it's always going to happen, isn't it, with, it, with a guy that big? Yeah, who missed his first year entirely for injury yeah. and stuff. Like it. I don't... He seems overweight as well, if you watch it. I, can't, I know he's had... You know, statistically a ridiculous season stuff. But he just looks too big. I don't know. He's just inevitably going to get hurt being that, that, that large of a human being. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't uh, I don't think it. I, don't, I genuinely don't think it matters anyway. Mm. I, I don't think it matters anyway. I, I I really 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 don't think it matters. I think from no fault of his own, he's doomed to yeah. He's Patrick Ewing all over yeah. again. That's. I see the same thing happening with Wemby because, like, I don't. What NBA great player has been on a team where they're like, yeah, fuck it, just do what you want. Oh, don't worry about losing. It's fine. Just, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I remember I was watching a Nine Club podcast and Jeremy Ray was talking about how he tries to land his skate tricks in like two or three goes because you can learn how to not do something. And I think Wemby's learning a shitload about how to be all right with not winning. And I think I think too much of that happened with MB. He spent too long. Mm. Like his his idea of success is based around him now, basically, because that's what they were doing and not mm. not team. I think he's learned to lose. I think it's completely normal. It's a, like a psychological thing that you go and you're getting hammered every week. You, you you can't let that get to you as a young player. You can't, or you'd be wanting to kill yourself, sort of thing, if you know what I mean. You have to learn to become all right with not really winning yeah. and being on it's not even trying to win. I think this could be doing like literally irreparable damage to like Wemby's career. And I think we see it. We've seen it time and time again throughout Embiid's that when it gets when it gets to squeaky bomb time, he's he's he's, 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 he's squeaking in a corner or something. That's or, an interesting theory. Yeah. I, I, I just think that, yeah, you can become all right with losing. And it, I don't think that's a good thing for players who, you, who you're who you putting or you're, or you're projecting go into that top, top bracket. 
I mean, the Warriors like, lost quite a lot when Steph first got there. They're, those teams were bad. But stuff. they weren't necessarily trying Not to Not on purpose, though. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. They weren't just trying to be like, they, they just weren't very good. They got Monterellas yeah, yeah, so taking stupid that, chills. Yeah. And that's what I mean. So it, it, I, I just I don't know the, the, the great, the truly great NBA player whose career had at any point they're in an environment where the coach is like, yeah, just do what you want. Don't fucking worry it's about it. It's surprising her. with the Spurs as well, of all franchises. It's kind of gone this way, isn't it? It's a, it's a strange one. I, I, I feel like they're I feel like they're miles behind. Mm. Where they was ahead of the curve. I feel like it's all sort of stagnated now mm. and crystallised. And I feel like they're behind the curve now with stuff. It's not gone well since Tim Duncan retired, has it? No, no. No, you also have to look Which at... Which is quite a while ago now. As well. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you also have to look at that, how much of that great... Mm. This this whole era coincides almost exactly with Tim Duncan entering the league and Tim Duncan leaving the league. Mm. Or, or is a lot of other stuff being mistaken, <laughs> let's say. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just don't... I don't know what... I don't know what coach sends a team out all right to lose. I don't know what coach sends a team out intentionally... Like hijacking them, hamstringing their chances to win. Mm. I, I don't, I don't know what that does, but yeah, I don't see how that. I, you, you can't do that and then become Michael Jordan in the playoffs mentally in like six years' time. Mm. I, I, I don't think it's possible to have absorbed all that time, all that traveling, all that 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 literally just eating shit. You've, you've got to get used to the taste of shit, if you know what I mean. And then, you, know, you yeah. get too used to it. It'd be interesting to know what conversations go on behind closed doors, though. I don't know. But yeah, I, I, think it's, I think it's a big thing with Embiid. I think it's a big thing with Embiid. That come come off that crunch time, and that's what stopped him. Because it's not about his game, it's not about his physicality, it's, it's, it's mentally. And I think it, a lot of it is that, that He's more all right with losing than some. You know, um, in any sport I've I found in any team, there's like two types of players, right? There's there's everybody who and most people fall into like ninety five percent fall into one category, and that is like everybody wants to win, like everybody wants to win, and then there's another five percent motherfuckers who just won't lose. That like I, I don't care. We'll have a nil-nil draw, but you aren't fucking winning. If you know what I mean, those guys. That that is a thing that I think losers. And like when you when you when you want to win, that's it. And if that's your mentality, and when that seems unlikely, your head drops. Like you see it all the time in every sport. When when the we see it with kids, football, and all sorts. Yeah, you know. It's, yeah. That realistic possibility of winning has gone. Your motivation has gone because. You wanted to win. Everybody wants to win, but now I'm here and I can't win and I've still got 20 minutes to play and fuck, this is going to be long and it's cold and shit. Whereas I've played with people who were like, they'll just go all the time. They'll turn it into a fucking fight if they need to or whatever, but like they are just not losing. And and I think that's something you can't really learn, but it's something you can, you like a trait you can lose, you can have coached out of you. Mm, very interesting stuff. Mm. So my, my anti-tanking rant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, rant away. That's what we're here for. It's, it's just there, but yeah, I just—I I was thinking about it, and I just don't know what 
NBA great player is had that time at that period of just like yeah fucking tossing it off if you know what I mean. Doesn't bode well. Put six and try and behind the back dribbles as he brings it up the court. All right, wicked. Put it on TikTok. But <laughs> have you seen their record? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's us. I think we're done. <laughs> I, think it is. I think it is. We'll find another reason to hate the NBA next time. Make that shorter. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Fearful. <laughs> right, I'm going to go watch under-12s football in the uh, drizzle and mud. Uh, the... I should, the I'll, I'm going I'm to record that onto my phone and play it to the team before the game. <laughs> <laughs> Cavs pep talk. To win. You little fuckers. <laughs> Some of you are gonna, but one of you won't be like that guy. But they do. They call it that dog, if you know what I mean. He's got that dog uh, in him, if you know. What I mean. They're bottom like, of the league as well. Uh, Cooper's team. They've not won for months. Uh, um. Oh, we got uh, your old stomping ground. We got the bait and magpies today as well. So. Oh, I played for them. Did you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> first, you first year was like my fifth year at school, and it, it was obvious it, it was getting not serious then, if you know. <laughs> All, all, I couldn't, all those dreams were, were being dashed on the rocks of reality. <laughs> so rather than be a sub getting five minutes on a good team and stuff, I was literally half my school team played with like the first team at Baton, so I just went and played with them. Yeah, so we've got them rad. at home today. We've not played them this season. The away uh, fixture got cancelled because uh, the weather. So uh, I shall let you know the score later on. And uh, hopefully we might get the first win in a while. And uh, I wonder if they're still going. Pro soccer Pumas, are they still going? Don't believe so. I don't, I don't know. I remember pro soccer. I know quite a yeah. few lads used to play for them back in the day, but uh, not sure. I've not seen that name about, but I'm sure, they're, I'm sure they're probably around in some capacity. Yeah, yeah we've changed. Janet Ridgeway, boom. Yeah, so yeah, it's the big one today. Porter, uh, Porter FCV, Bait and Magpies. So if you're in the area, <laughs> Warminster Road, that's where it's at. Yeah, he sells down. Oof. Yeah, exactly. Right, on that bombshell. <laughs> um, on that bombshell. Of, uh, GT Sports, Lower League, Sheffield <laughs> District Football, whatever it is <laughs> called nowadays. Um, Gavin, uh, it's a pleasure as always. And uh, the All-Stars yes. are in the books, so, you know, those lads can uh, feel a bit better about themselves uh, tonight. You know, the Sam Merrill's of the world. He's, he's finally made it. Yeah. yeah, we appreciate you all. We do. Um Right, um, until next time, brother. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>He's the coach of the East Coast Like when he played, he's great as a head coach With his staff, Dick Helm and Brian Winters They join together with trainer Al Domenico A better staff, the coach, you'll never know Yeah, they coach the All-Stars Pat Riley, the GQ head coach It's showtime for the West Coast with the staff, Bill Burke, Randy Pufun and the trainer, Ray Milky, Ori on the standpoint. They're coaching all stars. 